0: say hey Grace how you doing
1: real great Ben so
0: I want to start with your education story so let's hear about that
1: my education story yeah um let's see I went to Catholic grade school um and then I also went to a Catholic high school so uh, like I took religion classes all throughout my education mm. um grade school is very normal and then at high school it was like a competitive a more competitive environment so like Big push on getting into a good college and everything. I remember freshman year, they had us all in a room and they showed us a transcript of uh, like a senior student <laughs> who was going to Notre Dame. Oh my God. And they're like, look at this transcript. There's no B's on it. And they got into Notre Dame. Wow. So this should be your goal.
0: That's that's interesting. It was
1: interesting.
0: <laughs> How would that make you feel?
1: Like, bad? I mean, like walking out of that it was just this idea of like, wow, I'm 14 and I can't get a single B for the rest of my time here. Yeah.
0: But uh, like, how do your friends react to that? Was it like a similar mentality or?
1: Um, I was friends with a lot of kids who like had similar views of education yeah. to me, you know? So like very, very driven people, very ambitious, you know, like a lot of, I want to go to an Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. The reason being because it's an Ivy League school. Yeah. Um, so like those people definitely were you know, like they didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, my sister also had that experience because mm-hmm. like I talked to her about it in the ride home and she has a very different mentality about school than I do. Like I really like learning. She like enjoys to learn. But for her, it's like like the social element of high school is what yeah. like brings her enjoyment. Yeah. Um, but she had the same reaction where she was like, that was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I why so do that? So they're still doing it? Yeah.
0: And like that's a easier yeah. thing?
1: yeah it is and it, i think it was the same exact picture that they showed us so. they really li-
0: they like that one person mm-hmm. that one person well they got all
1: a's and went to notre dame so.
0: <laughs> the ideal catholic student, exactly was there like also a big emphasis on tests too or was it mostly yeah
1: um uh, like like psats every year so like freshman sophomore junior year oh my, wait
0: freshman year freshman year wow mm-hmm. Did you get better each year?
1: I mean, yeah, because all of a sudden I was learning the material so that was, was actually, actually on the it. test. Yeah. <laughs> I was a freshman in algebra taking a test that focused on pre calc. Mm-hmm. So like we weren't doing very well.
0: Yeah, one thing I always found interesting about the PSAT is that depending on the order you took classes in, it would totally like change how okay. well you did it. Sure. Specifically stats. Like the kids who were taking stats when they took the PSAT just did so much better.
1: Yeah and, it, it is,
0: yeah. and when you think about it, it doesn't really matter whether you take stats in junior year versus senior year. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't totally get it. So as, as far as like the emphasis on grades, how did that like affect the way you approach school, the classes you chose, the teachers you interacted with?
1: Um, okay. So I wouldn't say it changed the teachers that I interacted with as much. Uh I didn't really start having those relationships with my teachers until like junior and senior year. Yeah. Um, but it completely affected the way I chose my classes. Like mm-hmm. I was taking classes that I had absolutely no interest in. Yeah. Like I was I was in AP bio my freshman year <laughs> because it was a thing that I was supposed to do. Yeah. You know, because like I tested into this class and it's an AP and I was like thirteen, fourteen going into high school and it's like that's the thing to do yeah i ended up loving that class you know so i'm glad i took it but Mm -hmm. like like i remember chemistry i took ap chem sophomore year hated it yeah i hated that class so much and like for that reason i will never take another chem class Mm -hmm. if i can avoid it
0: were there any classes like you wish you took looking back
1: yeah there was a creative rating and uh yeah it was just it was just like a random creative writing class taught by one of my favorite teachers and what did i Oh, I took AP psych instead mm-hmm. because it's an AP class. Yeah. And I was like, I need to do that to mm-hmm. get into a good college.
0: So like how many APs were like people taking a year, like junior year, for example?
1: Um, again, me and my friends were a bit insane. Yeah. So by like junior and senior year, I was taking all APs. Wow. Like the only classes that weren't AP were um, theology, cause there's no AP theology.
0: Yeah, um, maybe then, one day. <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe one day. Um, and then senior year, the math that I took, they didn't have AP because uh, I you
0: were beyond was it.
1: was beyond calculus.
0: So how much homework do you have each night?
1: Oh my God. I, I went to my sports. I came home. I did homework. I went to sleep. That was my day.
0: What about the weekends?
1: Um, okay. So it depends on the year. Uh, lots of sports, like travel sports, mm-hmm. my freshman and sophomore year and then I stopped playing travel basketball and then I got a job. Yeah. And then I was at my job all weekend.
0: Yeah. I remember in my sophomore year of high school, I was working so much on the weekends that whether it, like, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you used to be like excited that it was the weekends. I had the same emotions every single day yeah. since I knew yeah. that I would like be doing like <laughs> hours of homework.
1: I, yeah, I had that experience too. Like I'd wake up at nine o'clock to be at my job by 10. Mm-hmm. I get home at like four or five. I do my homework and eat dinner and like eating dinner with my family was the break for the day.
0: Yeah. And what job was this?
1: Literally working at an ice cream parlor.
0: Oh, During midday?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Kids need their
0: ice cream. did Did you make friends there? Were like kids from your high school working there too or?
1: Um, it wasn't many kids from my high school for whatever reason, but like, I really liked the people there, you know, like to be, to be honest, I was not being paid enough to stay had I not really liked the people there. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. So, so that like my job became my social hour.
0: Yeah. Hours. Interesting. And then how long did you do that for?
1: Um basically until I graduated. Oh cool. Yeah.
0: Okay. What was like the your favorite extracurricular experiences during your high school experience?
1: Um, I would say so I did this thing called well it was called wise, now it's called Aces and it sounds really, really lame. It's a test taking competition. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. And, and, And I would get to school an hour early. To like sit in a room and do extra math and physics problems. Yeah. But the, the, I, know. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, but it was, it was ran by my favorite teacher, the one who inspired me to go into physics mm-hmm. and like, it was all of my friends who did it. Cause again, it was one of the things where it's like you sign up for it because you were supposed to, you know, yeah. to get into a good college, you need to have academic clubs Yeah. But it was just such a wonderful environment to be a part of, mm-hmm. because it, like when I was younger, it was the older students mentoring us. So I got to have relationships with the upper class in that way. Yeah. Uh, and then by the time I was a junior and senior, I was on the varsity team. So like we would have special varsity practices and get donuts. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So I like, I could tell that my teacher was trying really hard to make that a good experience for yeah. us.
0: Unfortunately for me, like when I was doing the things that I felt like I should be doing, there was like something called Euro challenge, which was like an economics like euro area thing and honestly maybe i would have really enjoyed economics but because i was doing it just because like i felt like i needed to do it it totally ruined it for me yeah and yeah, I, I, I remember that. like we got we made it to the semifinals, and i was like we were like i started prepping like I, we didn't feel like we should have made it there we had a horrible presentation <laughs> <laughs> but i was like oh let me actually go learn econ and so i went on Com academy and before Khan then academy. it was just like we were doing it just to do it but then suddenly i was like wow this is way more interesting than like it ever seems before because now i'm just learning it
1: yeah that that happened to me with aces as well where like i signed up because i was supposed to and then like we would do these practice problems and they were like fun little puzzles Mm -hmm. and i would take it home and do them to practice for you know semi-finals or whatever and like you get into a rhythm with it and it's fun
0: yeah and so there were competitions for that yeah did you guys have fun there like
1: um, I okay. I don't like the timed element of it. Mm. I like to work through a problem and understand it. Yeah. Um. So like the timed element meant like you learned to recognize that type of problem and then you knew the
0: little tricks to solve it. Got it. Um. Yeah.
1: But like you know, competitions were fun. You would get there, you go take your test, and then you like hang out while you waited for the results. So yeah. was
0: it a team thing or just individual? Um.
1: The tests were individual, but it was like a team score.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, there was
1: another one I did that was more team based.
0: But yeah, oh, awesome. Did yeah. I feel competitive with the people around you or was it very collaborative? And-
1: um, I, I think I'm really grateful for the types of kids that did those things. Cause I think there was a mutual understanding of, we are all competing against each other. Cause that was like the mentality that was perpetuated, Yeah. but. like we were all kind of in the same boat. Mm -hmm. You know, we were all stressed about school. We all were overwhelmed with the amount of extracurriculars and sports we were doing. A lot of us had jobs outside of school. Yeah. So like there was like an element of understanding of like, Mm -hmm. I, I get that you are stressed. I am too. We don't need to make this like any worse between us. Mm So,
0: so were a lot of these people, did they also go to your middle school or was it a very uh, different group?
1: It was a different group for the most part. Yeah.
0: And so I don't know how difficult your middle school was, but did it feel, did your high school feel more collaborative or competitive compared to the middle school experience?
1: Oh, definitely more competitive. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about collaborative necessarily. Mm -hmm. I I don't remember much competition at all in middle school. Like my, I, I do remember though they would take certain kids and like make them take math competitions (laughs) so like i would get pulled from math class to go take a competition for my school Mm -hmm. so that was interesting Mm -hmm. like we didn't know what was going on yeah they just put us in a room and said like do math and we're like okay yeah
0: that's
1: cool no because we were like 10.
0: yeah Middle school is definitely an interesting experience in that I think it's right It's right before you need to start caring, but you also feel like you already have to care. Yeah.
1: Especially if you yep. have parents
0: that like want you to succeed in it. Um, I remember, though, in sixth grade, there was an eighth grader that came up to me, and she was giving me advice about middle school, and he said... Don't do any of the work. Just sit back and listen oh to what God. people say. Like, learn what they're telling you, but just, like, don't waste your time on what they're telling you to do.
1: That, no, that's genuinely such good advice. Like, <laughs> my, my brothers are in middle school right now, and they're, like, stressed about their book reports. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Take this time to not care, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah I, I wish I followed that advice. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds great on paper, but once you actually try to put it into practice.
1: Because it's, it's also so hard to tell, Like like, from my perspective now, sixth grade's not a big deal. You know? Yeah. But when you're in sixth grade, that's, it's the hardest thing you've done so far in school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously that matters.
0: How do you feel about high school in terms of that? Like, do you look back on high school and still feel like it's a big deal, less of a deal than you thought then?
1: That's hard because like on the one hand, I can easily pinpoint certain things that I was doing where it's like, I did not need to be doing that. You know, why was yeah. I, why was I forcing myself to do these things that I didn't enjoy?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But at the same time, like I ended up here. Yeah. So it's, it's really hard for me to say like, oh, I wish I hadn't done X, Y, or Z, because if I pulled that variable out, would I be here? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, I'm very happy where I am. I have great friends. I enjoy learning in mm-hmm. college. You know, it's a very different experience, but like I worked too hard in high school. Yeah. You know
0: Yeah. I'm so focusing on high school what were some like key pivotal moments where you either changed direction or learned something about yourself hmm. or failed massively?
1: Oh, okay. Um, this is not a massive failure in any way, but for me, it was like for a solid week, the end of the world. Mm-hmm. I failed my chem final. Yeah. And I ended up with like a really low B in the class mm-hmm. Which like looking back on it, that's ridiculous. Like yeah. I just got a B in physics and I'm overjoyed yeah. <laughs> but, but like, for some reason getting a B in sophomore year chem, that was the first B I'd received on a, on a report card. I was mm-hmm. like, that's it. Yeah. Like my, my education, my career, it's over. I'm not getting into Harvard. Harvard won't take me if I have a B. I didn't even apply to Harvard. Yeah. So it's just. Like looking back, I can see how silly I was being in the moment,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: but getting that B on a report card was like a big deal for me. Yeah. So it was something that I really had to work through and overcome and realize like, like that doesn't matter mm-hmm. at all.
0: Yeah. I remember in freshman year we had a physics test like right before Christmas break, and I didn't feel like I did do well. I didn't feel like I did well on it, and like. I kept having these recurring stress dreams about the fact (laughs) that I didn't do well.
1: Yeah. I I had those about getting into college, Mm -hmm. like I had recurring stress dreams that I would get handwritten letters telling me I wasn't good enough for college. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I think part of the issue is like with the, you need to get an A and everything it's like expecting students to be the best at everything. Like it's Mm -hmm. just number one, not how things work. And and number two, you're expecting way too much from them to be incredibly successful in like one domain without them allowing them the time to explore like other things that they may be interested in.
1: Yeah. That's a, that's a big piece of it. And also like not only academically, but you also have to be the best athletically and extracurricularly and you should, you know, have work experience and volunteer time. And like, I don't know where people are expecting you know, 14, 15, 16 year olds to pack all of that into their day.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately like they're really encouraging you to like stay in the box of what they expect. But mm-hmm. like your curiosity just wants you to break out of that.
1: I and mean, I, I told you I took AP psychology instead of a creative writing class that I was looking forward to for a year and a half Yeah, because it was what I felt I had to do.
0: Yeah. I remember when I was picking classes for my sophomore year, um, one of the classes was like public speaking I was like, this could be really good for me. I'm not mm-hmm. really good at it, but it's such a useful skill. And someone pretty close to me was like, no, how about you take this honors class instead? Because, of course, the way it's calculated in your GPA, yep. this non-honors public speaking class, that's not going to help you. And, I, and it, it didn't even end up fitting in my schedule. But like, I think that was a sign right there that a lot of how school is, is people recognize it's not purely about learning. Like, There's just oh. a lot of shit involved that's like distracting you from like what actually matters and people are okay with that
1: yeah i i agree a lot because most of my schedule building revolves around how do i get the highest gpa yeah you know like like what's weighted what isn't um you know playing the valedictorian game Mm -hmm. but like and that was another thing i gotta be in chem i can't be valedictorian now yeah and i wasn't And I don't care, Yeah, you know, like looking back on it, like I don't care.
0: Yeah. I think I had a realization maybe in senior year that if I were to really want to become valedictorian, I would have to give up so much that I loved to to do what people wanted me to do. It just wasn't worth it.
1: Well, for me, it's like, I, I think I had a realization senior year where it's like, there are people who are smarter than me. And also better at playing the GPA game Mm -hmm. than me, like they, the the person who ended up winning valedictorian was my close friend and I'm, you know, it's something that she really wanted, you know, like she worked towards it and instead of taking, like we all had to take an art. So Mm. she pushed her art off till senior year so she could register for an AP art history class instead. Mm, Yeah. And that additional AP, like it bumped her GPA up that much higher Yeah. and like that's, that's the game you have to play.
0: Yeah. I remember in my freshman year... Coming to the realization that this is hundred percent a game and There are ways you can win by displeasing the people that you are working with and giving them what they want Without doing like what you want And I think what I'm most disappointed about in my high school experience is that I realized it was a game And I decided to keep playing it because there was a hundred percent a way that I could have done it my way But I decided not to and I'm still pretty upset about that and I think like When we value test scores and grades, which are useful in some ways, over innate curiosity and encouraging people to learn throughout their lives, we're ultimately losing as a society. Because if we are presenting learning in this way, where students don't enjoy it and they're just doing it to get through it, the learning they do in their lifetime is far less than if we were to just instill a curiosity in them, let them explore what they want, because then they'll keep learning after high school. Like it doesn't end there. I think part of the assumption is that if we don't learn it in high school, we don't learn it anywhere else. And then that's why we have loads of homework, which is really upsetting. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm curious from the transition from high school to college, what, what have you learned in the, like your first quarter?
1: Yeah. I, so coming into college, I did a lot of reflecting about my high school experience. Cause you know, it wasn't, like I had moments that I enjoyed a lot and I'm very grateful for, but like overall it was just, it was, it was boring. Like yeah. I didn't like high school, mm-hmm. um, but like I made one choice to like take a big risk my senior year. I took, um... Yeah, like physics C, mm-hmm. which is notoriously like the hardest class, you know, Yeah. like th- no one can pass this class. Mm-hmm. And so like going into, I'm like, there's a real possibility. I get all C's. Yeah. But at the time I was thinking maybe I wanted to study physics. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see if I enjoyed it. Yeah. Cause you know, I took algebra based physics and it's like, it's fun, but like, can't, can I do physics with calculus? Is that possible for me? Yeah. Um, and so I chose to take that class instead of like a different science. hmm. And like, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it so much. Um, and so realizing that going into college, I made myself a promise that I would take classes that challenged me. If I wanted to, Mm -hmm. I would give myself permission to take the easy a in classes that I don't particularly like, or am just required to take.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which is something that I never did in high school. I never permitted myself the easy a, um, and Like I, I would just, I would just follow my interests Mm
0: -hmm. and just see where it got me. And how, how'd that go?
1: (laughs) I had free time for the first (laughs) time in my life, which was crazy. Um, and like my physics and math class, like I, I love them both like a lot, you know, Yeah. physics more so than math, but like they're both really important. And like, I, I chose to take proof-based math. I've never done that before in the learning curve was a lot, mm-hmm. but it's something that I'm glad I did. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I'm glad that I sent that email and asked to be in that class. I
0: remember that week when, yeah. when you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: that's not something I do, like, I don't ask for things, yeah. you know, like I get my placement and I'm there and I'm stuck and I, I didn't want that for myself in college. Yeah. So I'm like, what's, what's the worst that can happen? He says no, mm-hmm. you know,
0: I think that's a valuable learning once you that i think a lot of people realize when they get to college hopefully um, <laughs> that there's going to be restrictions placed on you but that never prevents you from asking them to be changed and a lot of times people say yes like if you were to estimate how impactful a yes would be on your life versus a no a no is barely going to affect you you're just going to end up in the same place that you were right. before and maybe you'll be sad for a couple hours <laughs> <laughs> but the yeses like those, those change your trajectory. Like they send yeah. you on the path that you want to go yeah, on. Yeah.
1: That, that yes. Got me a math major. Yeah, so like, <laughs> It was, it was a big deal. Like that. Yes. Was a big deal for me.
0: Yeah. And socially, how are things in college versus in high school?
1: Um, again, I have free time. Yeah. So yeah. like my relationships just feel so much deeper mm-hmm. because I have the time to put into them, Yeah, which is really great. Um, and I also met like a lot of really cool people through different clubs mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have tried. Yeah in so high school. Wh- What
0: clubs are you doing now?
1: Um, I, I tried rock climbing
0: oh, yeah.
1: for, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, as, as I've been slowly converting everyone to, <laughs> <climbing>. <laughs> But like that's that's the type of thing that in high school. I've been like climbing that's dumb I can't put that on a resume. Yep. Um, but it's so much fun It's yeah. so much fun and it like I I have chosen every Friday that if I'm not done with my work by 4 PM, then I'm just not going to do it Yeah. because for me, like my physical and mental health have become so important. Mm -hmm. And because of that, like I'm in such a better place mentally and physically, um, where like I wake up happy for the, like happy for the day, you know, like ready, ready to go and get my work done. And then also see my friends for lunch and, you know, shut my laptop at 9pm and say, okay, I've gotten all that I'm going to do for the day done."
0: Yeah. The, the past week I decided to stop doing homework at 7pm, Seven, seven? Uh, 7 Den. which Den. was honestly pretty uncomfortable because yeah. when I stop, I'm like, oh no, tomorrow morning, yeah. I'm going to have a treat for, for me. <laughs> but then the next morning, I'm very grateful that I did that. Yeah, Like I had time to read, like work on side projects talk to people, play pool. <laughs> like, there's just a lot of fun stuff that I got to do. And it's amazing how much beauty and value you can get from life when you're not focused on what goes on your resume right. and you're just like, let's have some fun. Let's do what I want to do. I think that's something I've learned here just to give myself the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. As, and I'm curious what mistakes you made in your first quarter.
1: Hmm. Okay. If any. Okay. So it's both something that I'm glad I did, but also probably a mistake in the long run, like that math class, you know? Yeah. Like I should have just asked to be placed into like the physics math track. Mm -hmm. And I think that was just like, you know, residual mindset from high school where like, oh, I should take this class because it's harder, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's a more difficult path to take. Yeah. Um, and so like where I am right now, I'm glad I did that because I think a math major will, will be very valuable. I really like math, but it definitely, I definitely would have given myself an easier time had I just taken like the, the vector calculus, physics, math, whatever, because like, I would have been introduced to all the topics that we will be using mm-hmm. in the coming quarters. Now I'm going to have to play some catch-up. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's that's both a blessing, I think, that I got that yes, and now I do have the opportunity to add a math major. It's also a mistake mm-hmm. because I am I have some difficult classes coming up. Yeah. Which I am excited for, you know? Like, I'm really, really excited to learn those things. But I do know that it's going to be a drain on my free time.
0: Yeah, I get that. I think a good learning that I had it was that just because something's harder doesn't mean like it's better for me. Yeah. I think sometimes it is good to do things that you're uncomfortable with, but I was at a point in my career where it was more comfortable for me to shove my schedule with things that were very hard so like I could feel like I'm being productive mm-hmm. versus giving myself the space and time to not always be productive.
1: Yeah. And so yeah.
0: like dropping the math class, the proof based math class on my first day. <laughs> <laughs> it felt weird in the moment but it was definitely a good decision yeah i got to experiment with so many clubs and then also just quitting things when they're not serving me i
1: yeah that's that's a big thing that was always drilled into me as a kid like you made a commitment you have to follow through yeah it's like to a certain extent i do believe in that you know if you promise to complete a task for someone and there's people relying on you yeah i do think you should follow through with your commitment Mm -hmm. but for a lot of these clubs like Like you sign up you show up and if if it's not bringing you enjoyment and especially if it's adding stress like especially if it's adding difficulties yeah just drop it it doesn't it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and if you decide that you regret it send an email hey can i come back
0: Mm -hmm. one of the biggest changes from high school was that uh, sheer amount of opportunity that we have here when in high school Mm -hmm. you just did everything that was offered to you because there wasn't going to be more right (laughs) you had to create your opportunities in high school if you wanted them like you had to email the professors Mm -hmm. to get in their labs like here we're told every week to like just like oh reach out to people please do that because they want you to and building time for yourself in college to allow for new opportunities to come has been really useful because then you get to think more about what you actually want to do versus just filling it I think also treating it all like experiments is great because you're going into it, seeing if you like it, see if it's approves your life, see if you want to do it. And if you don't, that's okay. Like there's really no expectation to keep doing something you don't like, unless you expect that of yourself. Right. I think that's really important to just experiment with it, see how it makes you feel, see whether you enjoy it and then go from there instead of committing yourself to it and be like, I'm going to be a consultant. And so many people say that in your first year of college, And you're like, are you forgetting that you're going to (laughs) change? And yeah.
1: But I I do want to add that that's like an uncomfortable thing to do. Like at first blocking off time to do nothing. Like that's really scary because it's like here, here's four hours of the day where I could be doing my homework Mm -hmm. that I now have to do tomorrow. Yeah. And it feels like dangerously like procrastination, Mm -hmm. but Like in the long run, if I had spent those four hours working, I probably would have gotten half as much done. Had I just like taken the time for myself and then done it the next morning.
0: Yeah. You may be like technically procrastinating on your homework, but you're not procrastinating. (laughs) I'm living a good life. (laughs) That's important. Um, okay. College application process. What advice would you give to yourself now when you're getting into that?
1: That's, that's really difficult because I think a lot of the advice I would give Depends entirely on the advice I would give myself during high school, you mm-hmm. know Like if I were going to tell myself like don't work as hard in high school Then Well, I, like I'm still stuck in that high school mindset of like, oh, well If I hadn't worked as hard, I wouldn't be competitive for the schools that I applied to in the first place Yeah, but I don't know that Yeah, like I have no idea Maybe if I had only been involved in two clubs and one sport, I would still be here, you know hmm Um, I guess my advice would be like, take a deep breath and have fun with the applications. Like the writing piece, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of pressure put on students to brag without actually bragging and present yourself in a way that makes the colleges want you and not the other way around. And like, there's so many applications every single year. It's so hard to stand out. Yeah. But I think if you have fun with your application, it will stand out. And honestly, if it doesn't, like, had I been at a different school, like, had I not gotten accepted here and I ended up anywhere else, you know, I I still would have found a good friend group. I still would be taking the classes that I'm taking right now. Like, things would be different at a personal level, but beyond that, they would be fundamentally the same.
0: Yeah. I want to... T- talk more about like if you didn't work so hard in high school would you still be here I'm curious like do you think it's good advice to tell students to just radically be themselves in high school because then whatever path that brings them on they'll end up in the right place because being yourself will allow you to go places that are made for yourself
1: I think where I'm at now I would say yeah that's that's great advice you know mm-hmm. like I think everyone should radically be themselves as yeah. you put it you know I think that we need that because that's going to bring the diversity and the creativity that we need to, like, from my perspective, push science forward from another perspective, like push creativity and business and entrepreneurship forward. Mm -hmm. And if we have diverse ways of thinking, Mm -hmm. we're going to be better able to do that Yeah. from a high school point of view. That's a really hard thing to say. Yeah. Because... If you are going to radically be yourself in high school and your interests lie slightly outside, even like slightly outside of that straight and narrow path of take the hardest classes that you can get an A in do all of these clubs and sports. So that way you can build your resume. Mm -hmm. Like you feel like you're falling behind, Yeah, you know, and like, there aren't paths designed for students who aren't interested in playing that high school game. Yeah. So I would say, yes, that would be my advice, but I also recognize that that's really hard advice to actually apply.
0: Yeah. So on the diversity piece, you went to Catholic schools your whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, how does the diversity of background thought everything differ from there to here? And how has that shaped like you as a human?
1: Ooh. Okay. Um, the diversity of thought here compared to high school is a night and day Mm -hmm. um there were definitely some people who were willing to think outside of what we were taught but it was a lot of people agreeing because that's like what they had known you know there there wasn't a ton of thought put into like digesting what we were actually told to believe you know Mm -hmm. here i feel very lucky to be surrounded by very deep thinkers yeah and like the people who have decided that they're faithful arrived at that conclusion because, like, they've decided that that is what fits with their worldview, you mm-hmm. know. And people who have decided otherwise, again, they've put that thought into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just I just like hear a lot of different opinions and ideas about the world here that have changed the way that I view certain things. Yeah and have made me, you know, double down on the way I view others. And it's like, like hearing different opinions have helped me define mine. Yeah. Outside of
0: education. What do you think you've changed your mind on most since getting here? It's a good question. Yeah. I was thinking it may be difficult to answer. Yeah, like on the spot.
1: Um, Cause like, I want to give a good answer. But, yeah. Um, Oh, okay. I would say asking people for things. Hmm. It's something that is difficult for me to do. Yeah. Um, like, I, I don't want to be burdensome. I don't want to put someone in the position where they feel they have to say yes. Um, and it's a scary thing to do, you know, to ask someone to do something for you, to ask someone to inconvenience themselves. Yeah. Um, but what I found is people can just say no
0: yeah <laughs> like
1: that that's it like if, if they don't want to do it they can say no yeah. and a lot of high school you know like being at a smaller Catholic school, people knew me mm-hmm. because of you know the clubs I was a part of and the classes that I took. so I was offered opportunities yeah here everyone is incredible mm-hmm. and so no one stands out for being an incredible student, you know? So if you want to make opportunities for yourself, you have to ask. Yeah. So for me, it was like finally sitting down and writing an email and saying like, dear doctor, whatever, I want to work in your lab. I'm a first year student with no programming experience. (laughs) And the only physics I've taken in college is mechanics. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I want to work in your lab. Yeah you know, and like asking that and putting yourself out there, it's, it's nerve wracking at first. And then you kind of get into a rhythm where you're like, all right, the worst thing that they can say is no. Yeah. You know, and I, I deserve to be here. I, I am here. And so it, and also the, like, there's so many incredible professors here and they want to see us succeed. You know, mm-hmm. they, they chose to do this. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I think in high school, there was such a big emphasis on being like self-reliant, improving your worth so yes and I've been amazed by just like once you start asking for things like people are very willing to help you along your exactly. way like when I, I, I wanted to work for like a software notating app so I, I emailed the founder and I was like <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, can I work for you and I sent him my resume which was, <laughs> resume. which was primarily like non-profit work that had nothing to do with anything, with software or coding or anything like that. And he hit me back the email that was like, "Hi Ben, interesting CV. Let's talk." <laughs> and then I did, <laughs> and then we're working together. <laughs> <scary. laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's just like although I felt totally incompetent and like I did not deserve it. Oh yeah. Most people aren't going to ask.
1: That's true, but like it, the, the imposter syndrome is quite a hump to get over.
0: Yeah, I think
1: i don't know if you ever completely get over it
0: i think it's a good sign you have it too like feeling that you don't quite deserve it is going to like help propel you to always trying to be betting yourself and i think it can also be a bad thing where it prevents you from like actually asking for opportunities and so i feel like feeling like an imposter is a sign that you are not arrogant and you recognize that there's a lot of amazing people out in the world but it's also like Everyone feels like an imposter, right? So you might as well just ask because who knows, like you're probably better than you actually think you are and you might as well test that. So yeah. yeah. All right. Um, favorite thing about college.
1: Um, I guess I'm going to double down on free time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's so nice to be able to shut my computer for the day and go hang out and play pool or in the morning go sit in a coffee shop and just like pretend to work, for an <laughs> <hour>. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I, I would say the free time and also I can't say all of my classes feel this way, but many of my classes feel purposeful, mm-hmm. you know, I finally can concretely see myself working towards something Yeah, and like the work that I'm putting in now, like it's, I, I'm like, I'm building the foundation right now. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Or if they're not purposeful, they're really great professors in their 20s who are working towards PhDs and, and, and like to have fun with things.
1: And have good coffee opinions. And have good coffee
0: opinions. Uh, least favorite part about college? Oh, the core. The core. The
1: core. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was actually something that I was very excited about mm-hmm. coming into college because I had decided like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do physics. That's, that's what I'm going to do. But I have been a reader my whole life, and yeah. I I love books. I love poetry. I thought I liked writing. That was not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like coming into college, I was excited about the core, yeah, because I would have the opportunity to explore things outside my major. Yeah. Now that I'm actually working towards my major, which is so cool, mm-hmm. doing things like writing about what Emily Dickinson thinks about death Yeah, just doesn't, it, it just is not, it, it doesn't feel like it's, you know, pointed towards yeah. a goal.
0: I think it's also annoying that like the, the goal is exploration, developing those skills, but then like at the end of the day, we're being graded. And so yes, we, yes. we have to fulfill like <laughs> exactly. certain expectations, even if like we're, we don't want to. Mm-hmm. And so like yeah.
1: my essay has to be good enough to get an A and so I'm sitting there editing my essay when I could be working on my math piece set. That's also due in an hour, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And finally, what's one thing you wish was measured in the education system which is not being currently measured?
1: I I would say effort, you Mm. know? Like I the idea of a participation prize is very demonized, mm-hmm. but I also think that it's important, you know, the kids who might not be getting A's on every test, you know, the, the kids who are getting the 50% on the physics and setting the curve, Yeah, which I have been, Yeah, you know, but who raise their hands in class to ask questions and guide the lecture towards things that will benefit everyone, yeah. but no one else is going to raise their hand and ask a question. The people who reach out to the professors outside of class, you mm-hmm. know, like, that's not recognized on your transcript. And I think those are the skills that will be most useful. You yeah. Know?
0: And I think, like, those people especially, they're very often amazing team players. Like, when yes. you really break it down. Like, they're they're improving the classroom experience. Exactly. But you're not measured on that, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate.
1: And collaboration is so important. In yeah. Almost any field you go yeah. into.
0: But you get graded individually. Right. So...
1: Yeah, if I could take a group test, I'd ace them all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what, that was the like ongoing joke in my AP Physics class. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had that joke too, where it's like, when am I going to be in a lab next to an accelerator? And someone says, "Okay, everyone else is going to leave this room. Yeah, you're going to do the whole experiment by yourself. Uh huh. You have two hours." And if you fail we're gonna fire you okay go Yeah. like that's not gonna happen, Doesn't happen that like way. if i don't know what i'm doing i'll just say hey who knows how to do this yeah and if no one knows what we're doing then you know however many brains are in the room are going to be better than my one
0: definitely well thanks grace for talking this was very awesome yeah yeah it's been a pleasure it's
1: been a pleasure